The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. When your relapsing multiple sclerosis begins to change, how you treat it should change too. Think beyond relapses and choose a treatment that can help delay disability progression. Find out more at changesinrms.com. My name is Jennifer Powell. I am a columnist with Multiple Sclerosis News Today. Today, I will be discussing a third phase three trial of Sativex, a cannabis extract for MS spasticity. Jazz Pharmaceuticals is planning to open a third phase three clinical trial of Sativex, an oral spray that contains cannabis extracts as an add-on treatment for people with multiple sclerosis and spasticity, the company announced. Set to start this year, the release MS-S5 trial is expected to enroll about 190 adults with any type of MS and spasticity. While study sites are yet to be announced, contact information is available on the Jazz Pharmaceutical website. Enrolled patients will first enter a seven-day baseline period, during which they will maintain their routine antispasticity medications and record their spasticity score and number of daily muscle spasms using an electronic diary. After this period, they will be randomly assigned to either Sativex treatment or a placebo, both self-administered as an oral spray in the morning and evening for three weeks. Over the first two weeks, patients can optimize the number of daily sprays up to a maximum of 12 a day, then maintain that dose for the final week. People who complete this part will then switch their assigned group, those on placebo move to Sativex and vice versa for another three weeks. The trial's main goal is to assess the effects of treatment on lower limb muscle tone. Secondary objectives include health-related quality of life and treatment safety and tolerability. People using an approved disease-modifying MS therapy can continue on that treatment providing they are on a stable dose for at least three months prior to trial screening and remain on that dose. Two ongoing Phase 3 trials, Release MS-S1 and Release MS-S3, are also investigating Sativex as a treatment for MS-related spasticity and continue to enroll eligible patients at the sites in Chechnya and Poland. The first has a similar design to release MS-S5, assessing Sativex benefits on lower limb muscle tone in 52 adults, while the second aims to include 446 adults to determine the therapy's effects on the frequency of muscle spasms. 
Sativix is an oral spray that contains cannabidiol and THC, two of the most abundant cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. Originally developed by GW Pharmaceuticals, now part of Jazz, the medication is available in 25 countries, including most of Europe and Canada, but not the U.S. As an add-on therapy for adults with moderate to severe MS spasticity who have failed to respond to other antispastic treatments. The addition of the GW cannabinoid platform and related pipeline complement and enhance our own growing R&D capabilities, accelerating our ability to improve the lives of patients, said Bruce Kozad, chairman and CEO of Jazz Pharmaceuticals. The shared values and patient centricity among the Jazz and GW teams will further enhance our ability to innovate and execute, including the planned initiation of the third phase three clinical trial in multiple sclerosis-related spasticity, said Robert Iannone, MD, Executive Vice President, Research and Development, and Chief Medical Officer of Jazz Pharmaceuticals. You always do what you can to keep your relapsing multiple sclerosis in check. But if your relapsing MS is starting to change, it can affect your mind and body in new and different ways. So it's important to choose a treatment that goes beyond relapses, one that can help you stay ahead of disability progression. Take charge of your relapsing multiple sclerosis. Learn more at changesinrms.com. Hi, I'm Price Wooldridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading the column by Ed Tobias, MS Wire. MS Paralympian aims for a bullseye. Leah Coriel says she wanted to die. According to the New York Times, after fighting COVID-19 last winter, Coriel, 56, was hit with heart and kidney failure, pneumonia, and shingles. This was in addition to living with progressive multiple sclerosis. I've had to fight this really dark demon that says, why are you fighting this? Just let go, let go. Coriel told the Times' Ben Shipigel, but I've never let go because out there, there's some kid in the same situation I was in or some woman or man who's been diagnosed with MS that feels insignificant or invisible, and I can't let that happen. This is why I'm still here. In August, Coriel was back on the archery range at the Paralympics in Tokyo, aiming for a medal. In 2016, she made it to the bronze medal round by firing her compound bow from her wheelchair, a good start for the first woman competing in the sport for the U.S. Paralympic team and the first female Class W1 archer in the Western Hemisphere. W1 means most disability. Paralympic archers this year are competing in two categories, W1 and Open. W1 is for athletes whose arms and legs are impaired and who use a wheelchair. The Open category includes wheelchair users whose impairment is in the legs, plus archers with a balance impairment who can stand or rest on a stool. Other Paralympic sports have their own ability classifications, and athletes with MS are competing in several of those sports. More MS Paralympians Elizabeth Rodriguez Gomez, 56, was diagnosed with MS in 1993. 
Gomez is a world champion discus thrower on the Brazilian team. At this year's Paralympics, she brought home the gold. Gomez has also competed in shot put and javelin throw. Cecile Hernandez, 47 of France, won a silver medal in snowboarding at the 2014 Paralympics in Sochi and a bronze in snowboard across at the 2018 Games in Pyeongchang. Hernandez was diagnosed with MS in 2002. My biggest enemy is my multiple sclerosis because I don't know how I will wake up tomorrow. I'm not the same at 9, at 10, at 11, and at 1400. It's the nervous system, so it changes when I'm tired, when I'm upset, when it's cold. But it's my life, she told Paralympic.org. Diagnosed with MS in 1998, Australia's Carol Cook, 60, won gold in T12 road cycling in the 2016 Paralympics in Rio. She was expected to be a medal winner again this year, but a crash in Tokyo that left her hospitalized dashed her hopes for a repeat. You don't have to be a Paralympian to be an MS athlete. Cheryl Heil, 47, has run marathons all over the world. In fact, in 2016, she ran seven, one on each continent. Since I wrote about her five years ago, she started a running walking group for people with MS and their families and friends called Run a Mile in My Shoe. April Hester, 46, likes to hike in the woods and go on long treks, lasting several weeks on some tough trails. In 2017, she and her husband, Bernie, spent a month hiking the 460-mile Palmetto Trail in South Carolina. Last year, they planned to hike the full 2,200-mile Appalachian Trail that runs from Maine to Georgia, but had to postpone the trip due to the pandemic. The couple hopes to reschedule that hike sometime next year. It's just a body. There was no medal in the cards for archer Leah Coriel at the Tokyo Paralympics, and she now plans to retire and continue coaching her sport. This is just a body, just a glob of cells, and right now it's defective, Coriel told the Times. Who I am will always be with all the people that I've touched, and a world I've made a little bit better. Bullseye. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.